It's time to get bit by 8-Bit. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Hey everybody, welcome to the BXAP Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And this is Jazzy. That's right, guys, and you are listening to episode one, one, one. One, 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 one. Nope, one. nope, oh. nope, nope. Way too Sorry. many ones. Way too <laughs> many ones. Sorry. You're way off now, but uh, but anyway. episode's so good, it's two one one ones. That's right, but... It's really episode 111. Oh. <laughs> well, so there you go. I messed that up. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the BXAP podcast. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, the Detroit Beard Collective. For any beard care needs that you need, butters, balms, combs, crates, all the C words, go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. <laughs> At checkout, enter the code BX8B, and you will receive 20% off of $25 or more. That's right, guys. So check them out. Uh, we all use their products here, and uh, my beard never looked as good as it does right now. Yep. I swear. Like, if I could make out with my own beard, I would. Right. But I can't. Your beard is looking very charismatic. It's I had to li- use a C word. <laughs> <laughs> good, job. good job. Good job. But thanks to our sponsors, guys. When you're done uh, checking out their website, head on over to cinchgaming com and check out the new Pro Controllers PS4 Xbox One with the brand new technology Cinch Tech. One of a kind. They're the only company doing it right now, guys, where you can remap your buttons with your smartphone. You can analyze every move that you're making to try to improve your gameplay. You can control joystick sensitivity, trigger pressure, all of that stuff, uh, all with your Cinch gaming controller so check them out use the code bx8b at checkout and you will save yourself five percent on your order nice yeah guys big shout out to gunner optics if you guys are looking for some glasses that are going to make your eyeballs feel better when you're gaming when you're staring at a screen all day if you work in it like i do check out gunner optics they got some serious seriously awesome glasses guys i use them every day uh, and they save me a lot of eye fatigue. I used to, you know, work all day, and I'd come home and I'd want to play games, and my eyes would be shot. So uh, I, I swear, up and down, these things work great. Um, they're not going to sit there and necessarily make you a better gamer, but they are going to make your eyes feel better. So hopefully, you actually become a better gamer because you're not ripping your eyeballs out of your head. Anyways, check them out. Gunner Optics can't go wrong with them. Uh, guys. Thanks. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, thanks for everything. It's been 111 episodes. Yeah, that's like almost 112. <laughs> it, it has been for real, and we just <laughs> we want to spend some time on this episode to really just say thank you to all of our fans. Thank you to everyone that's come out to the live events. Thanks for all the love at the conventions when we're at PAX South, PAX Prime, all these places that we've been able to go. We're super excited to be going to Toronto here in a couple months, where we're going to go watch some finals. Of the yes. NALCS. O-M-G. We're going to watch Cloud9 win it all. I would be okay with that as long <laughs> as I'm there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we get to do the Rift Walk. Uh, I, I, play, I advertised that on our uh, Instagram earlier today, being like, who's going to be joining us in Toronto this uh, this August? Yeah. But uh, So we're just, you know, we're just real thankful. We want to thank everybody because 
man, a couple of years ago, did we really think that we'd be doing all of this because we threw a mic in front of ourselves and started talking about video games. Right. So, yeah. And um, now I'm going to be left in Toronto. Yeah, probably. By choice. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm not coming home with you guys. I don't think you're going to live tr- in the Riftwalk. No, you know how there's like <laughs> No, 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 no. I know exactly what you're going to do. So you know how there's carnies and yep. they like travel with the carnival? You're going to be a rifty. Oh, you could be that. Yeah, oh right? My and God. you're just going to travel to all the events. Like, I mean, how badass would that be for you? I'm making a t-shirt that says rifty on the back. <laughs> Get rifty. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, I'm serious. Man. That's sweet as fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing let's, it. Let's start a let's start a new let's fad. Start a new trend. Rifties. <laughs> no way. Can we can not we to make be confused t-shirts? with roofies? Okay, <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Let's get that clear right no, now. No, but seriously, can we make T-shirts that say like rifties and then just like wear them while we're maybe, there? Yeah. Why not? Maybe and we'll, then they'll maybe catch we'll get some on. attention. Yeah. Riot will be like, dude, we need to buy this idea off you. We'll yeah. be like, millionaire. <laughs> yeah, I'm based off of the rifty shirt. Right, which uh, is probably already a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that. So we could have started something here. Anyways, guys, one Dibs. more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, one more time. Thank you for everything. We love you all. It's been it's been a blast. Um, but let's get into it. Let's talk about some games we've been playing lately. Jazzy, what have you been playing lately? I haven't been playing crap because nothing works. <laughs> oh boy, here nothing we go. works. You've been, you're real salty today. I a little bit. Yeah. You Maybe drink, because I was hydrate. super pumped to play League of Legends on Sunday night for my stream, and guess what was down. Um, League Destiny? of Legends. No. <laughs> no. I should have went and played Destiny, but literally, instead of actually... Okay, so this is how sad... I'm thirsty, so I apologize. There we oh, go. Cracking up the Cooler's Light? <sighs> no, no Cooler's Light for me. <laughs> oh, okay. No producer Ethan here today either. So this is this is how... I'm going to say I'm gonna say dedicated, but everybody else is going to probably say sad. This is. Instead of actually like putting down League of Legends and like trying to just play another game because the servers are down... I legit for probably an hour just sat there and kept trying to like requeue myself into the thing, hoping I could get in. Let's be fair, you, you, myself, and Eight Bit AJ. <laughs> yep, yep. We all did that. Yeah, we kind of took turns, like while other people were surfing the web or posting on our social media. One, per- it was like shifts. Like, all right, it's your next turn for the next twenty minutes to try to log yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> for real. You keep guard. <laughs> We never did get in. I was fortunate enough to play a little bit of League earlier in the week um, on Friday when the mini game came out of Ascension again. So they just keep uh, filtering them out. So that's the one where you're trying to collect points by basically shutting down the crystals and then becoming ascended by killing the big Xerath in the middle. Um, I played probably about four or five games of that. Had a lot of fun. Um, I really liked that game mode. When it first came out, I was really, really iffy about it. I think it's just because I didn't really realize how everything worked. The point system, like what you have to do to win. Plus, I was under the impression that like you just play normal characters and you can't. Like it's all just straight AP or AD. Like you don't. <laughs> I mean, you could build tanks and you could build all your normal stuff that you could play in the regular, regular rift. But I mean. It doesn't work as well. Like, you yeah. just got to go, like, all tank or all power, and that's it. There's no, like, hybrids. There's no, none of that you really see in there. So, um, but I enjoyed Which is that. Pro- it's probably why this game mode is, uh, it only comes around once in a while. Like, it can't be a, it can't right. survive as a full-time game mode. Yep. Um, other than that, some big news that I know you're going to want to talk about with me is um, Destiny. <sighs> Would you like the honors of saying uh, what our, our, I guess trophy and or 
Yeah. Our mountain that we climbed uh, in Destiny is that, for us. Is this, did you have anything else that you are playing? No, that was it. Okay. That was, those were the only two I've been playing. All right, so we'll transition into the shared gameplay which of, of Destiny. Uh, we've we've really been putting the grind to Trials of Osiris. Yes. Uh, someone in our group, no names will be mentioned. <coughs> their initials Chris. start with Crave Cable. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah exactly. And um, he believes that if we keep playing Trials, we will get better. Um, I say nay nay. <laughs> we both said nay nay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he he believes that the reason why we're just not having a lot of success is that it's a game mode that we visit once in a blue moon, we get frustrated, and we leave. Uh, so every week we've been trying to play some trials, and we haven't had a ton of success. It's been you know three and out, three wins, and then three losses. You know, and just no luck. Well, we decided to try it again, and we are um, happy to report that we made an improvement and we reached our five win goal right with only one loss yes so i was also happy that we actually got to go for our sixth win we actually had a couple like opportunities we didn't get our sixth win but we got our five and which means we got our uh armor you know a piece of armor and uh of course i don't remember the name of my armor because I'm, that's yeah, the Pharaoh head. Because I didn't uh, p- prepare for this at all, which is horrible of me. But I did receive the Warlock helmet, um, Trials gear that is the fair, you know, dog-looking Pharaoh type head, and uh, it is called. I have it right here because of this lovely app, um, the Blind Jackal mask. Blind <laughs> Jackal. Wow. And, I didn't realize that what it was called. Yeah. Um, and I'm super happy. It's a mask. It's a it's a helmet I've always wanted. It dropped at 3:35, and uh, I love it. So yeah. I was super pumped about that, and I was just I was happy. We had some crazy matches. I mean, we had matches that went went nine rounds. It yeah. was five to four at the end, and like it was fun. It was intense. It was just like even when we were losing rounds, I was like I was getting pumped. And then when we got that armor, I literally I jumped out of my seat. We were all playing in the same room, you know. Uh, we uh, had everybody bring their PS4s over to the studio, and we were just gaming it up. And man, I just like jumped out of my chair. I went and teabagged Jazzy, teabagged Chris. I was I was teabagging <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. I was we were, just happy. It was, yeah. It was, it was like we just won a tournament or something. Like, small feat for the actual, like, game players of Destiny, but for us, it was like winning the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> we went, in our minds, we went to the lighthouse. Yes, okay? exactly. <laughs> and, but, and, I'm, I don't, and I want to say this on the air because I want you to admit it, and I want everybody to hear, Jazzy played well in Trials. Uh, Jazzy played well. Yes. Yes, yes Jazzy, uh, Jazzy yes. played very well. I, like, fell asleep and, like, uh, Heavenly Spirit took over controlling my controller, and I played really well. And then I woke up and I was like, "Guys, what happened?" And they're like, "We just won five times." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, you you played really well. We played we played as a team, and uh, you know, I kind of I kind of sat back and and tried to play that uh, support role, which is more what you play usually. Right. But I was that guy that was trying to just cause some damage so that that way. You could hopefully get in there and finish them. Yeah, and uh, you know I am, I'm generally the sniper of the group. So just if I'm not taking them down in a hit, I'm I'm basically crippling them so that you can get in there and and have a uh, uh, you know an advantage. Yep. So and it worked out. It worked really well. Um, but yeah, so that we played some Destiny. It was a lot of fun. We we made some progress, and we'll be uh, we'll be playing some more trials uh, this week. So. 
If you guys are playing Destiny, you want to hang out with us, make sure you can always find us on the PlayStation Network. Uh, I am Grimlock the Dino Nine, and I am Jazz E Fiddle. Feel free to send us uh, friend requests or just a game invite, whatever it is. Feel uh, we're always down to uh, to game it up. So, uh, besides that, I got to play some Mighty Number no. Nine. And uh, I just wanted to say that for all the hate that this game's getting, for all it, it's not getting very good reviews. It's not getting a lot of love from from just from the players. I actually like this game. Yeah. I mean, I have you know, it's not very pretty, which is kind of a bummer because I think the artwork, like in the art book and on the cover of the of the uh, actual box and stuff, is really cool. And then the artwork of the game is kind of like eh. And I kind of wish they would have like gone a little more with like the artwork of like of the actual artwork instead of <laughs> right. the game, like the box art instead of the yeah. In, because the game, game design art. is just kind of weird, but it, you know they kind of tried to make it like three D ish. I don't. It's just strange. But overall, I mean, it, it's a fun game. It's very difficult. So I mean, I, I will say that it is a very difficult game. I've only beaten two uh, mighty numbers so far out of the eight, and. Um, but I but I'm enjoying it. So it's just one of those games I'll pick up when nobody else is on online or when I'm just trying to pass some time. Uh, it, it's a fun one to pick up, try to run through a level, and then move on with my day. Do you feel Do you feel people are getting like real butt hurt about this because of the fact it got delayed so much and then it wasn't like perfect in their eyes? Well, I mean, yeah, the delays definitely didn't help the game, especially with and, and then they had a rough launch, and now it's sounding like the Kickstarter people are not getting what they were promised and that i mean that sucks okay like that's a big issue that needs to be corrected but you know to you know on the game level on the level of just the video game it's not a bad game for 20 bucks if you're a Mega Man fan you you need to play this game that's my opinion um it's twenty dollars. Yeah, like, twenty bucks. So moving people have on, to take it for what it is. Yeah, moving on from that, I picked up for seven dollars on sale. Uh, I picked up Unravel. Oh man, is this game pretty? I watched you play it for a little bit. Yeah, and this game uh, it interested me back when it was a Xbox exclusive, and I was almost going to buy it for the Xbox, and then it found its way to the PlayStation Network, and I didn't even realize it was coming. So I saw it, and there was a sale going on for a twenty dollar game. It was seven bucks. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll take the chance, and I download Unravel, which is, uh, I, I can't tell you the story because it's a mystery right now. I don't really know what's going on. All I can tell you is I'm a little red yarn, like creature, and I'm gathering memories for this old lady, and uh, I think it has something to do with maybe like a, like a sickness or something like that. Almost like maybe like, you know, Alzheimer's or something like that, right? Yeah. I, again, this is all me. I don't want to look it up. I don't want to ruin it. I'm playing the game, and I kind of want to, you know, figure it out myself. So this is just an assumption as to the memory, like going out and finding these lost memories, bringing them back, and like and putting them into this book, and and, and all this. It just feels weird, but it feels good. And the game is beautiful. Like the oh, world, man. the yeah. the background so in the realistic. world is so realistic. It's really cool, and it's just a platformer. With you know slight puzzles that you have to kind of figure out so yeah. that you can get to, but the cool mechanic that's different than any other you know platforming puzzle game is that you're a yarn guy, and you have a string of yarn that's following behind you, 
and you hit like these checkpoints where your yarn kind of ties around a nail type thing. Mm-hmm. So you can only travel so far without collecting more yarn. So because you unravel, because you unravel, you actually right. start to like see through yourself and stuff. Like that. So the problem is, is that as you're going through the level, if you make improper moves or you waste your yarn, then you'll eventually get to that point where you can't move anymore, and you're not, and you haven't gotten far enough to get the next clump of yarn. So you have to rethink what you just did in a more efficient way so that you can get the yarn. So I really thought that was a cool aspect of this game. And uh, I've played about three levels, like this, you know, I one by the house, one at the uh, at the ocean, and another one in um, the forest. And all three were have been gorgeous. So having a lot of fun with that. Uh, would recommend picking it up, even at nineteen ninety nine. It is a really cool game, and I'm um, having a lot of fun with it. So yeah, I was close. <laughs> you were. I you was were really super close to purchasing it, and then I'm like, ah, I got I got other stuff that I got to take care of first. And then, luckily enough for me, that kind of yeah. <laughs> put it to the back of my mind a yep. little bit. Um, and then lastly, uh, Phantom Joe stopped over at the studio, and we were just hanging out, and he kind of was asking about uh, Battleborn. So uh, we decided to fire up some Battleborn, and so I could show him. He's a big MOBA fan, so I was trying to explain to him how Battleborn has MOBA, uh, MOBA aspects to it, and that he probably would like it. Uh, so we played some Battleborn. He got to play a couple rounds, and he uh, he enjoyed it, and and we were we were having some fun with it. So, uh, but still same problem. No one, everyone that's still playing Battleborn has no idea what they're doing, and they don't realize it's a MOBA. So they're still just running around like it's Call. Of, <laughs> yeah. It's still just running around like it's Call of Duty. So yeah. the only thing I'll tell you about Battleborn is if you're gonna buy it and you don't have friends playing it, it's gonna be a rough go. Yep. Until you find people that know what they're doing. Yep. Which you won't, because yeah. it's all everything yeah. nowadays that's a shooter game is Call of Duty team. <laughs> yeah. Team if you can find a team, match. if you can find a group of people to play with that know what they're doing, then that game is a lot of fun. Yes. Especially considering you're playing against a lot of teams that don't know what they're doing, and so you can really dominate and have some fun with it. But, um, you know, it, it, it's a cool game, and I I hope it I hope it survives this growing pain that is. No one knows what they're playing. So, but all right, guys, that's what we've been playing lately. Let us know what you've been playing lately at the forum at bxap.com. This is where we hold all of our conversations about, uh, you know, latest movies and uh, video games, anything nerd related, any debates, any anything we want to talk about, we talk about it on the forum. So, head on over to bxap.com, hit us up, and let's talk about games you've been playing lately, or maybe what did you think of Unravel? Or uh, what's your thoughts of Mighty Number no. Nine? Things like that we should uh, we should be discussing on the forum. So, all right, sounds good, yo. Well, next up we uh, we got some uh, some news. We got plenty of news. Before we do the news, can we do a quick what we've been watching? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We 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 <laughs> have had a, a special uh, a special week. So let's have a a little special segment called what we've been watching lately. Yeah. All right, so uh, I'll start. Yeah, because you have one that I don't have. Yeah, I have one that you don't have that I'm not that I don't think you're thinking of. I'm gonna go with Netflix and let everybody know that I started. I've watched the first four episodes of the new Voltron. 
Oh, and, nice. Um, it is a Netflix exclusive, uh, exclusive by DreamWorks, and so far it is fantastic. If you are a Voltron fan, you owe it to yourself to go watch this. It is really well done. So, and uh, like I said, four episodes in, I just want to keep watching it, but at the same time, I'm scared. I don't want to like binge watch it and then be done and be like, no, when season two come out. <laughs> so, um, I'll have to say that I never watched the original Voltron. I was a huge Power Ranger fan when I was younger. Sure. So when I came over, I was like... A.K.A. You know, the Voltron copycats. But, but, yeah, sure. That's what I was explained. Um, <laughs> but I watched an episode because I came over, we were grabbing some food before we were going to get to work, and we popped, you popped it in and played, I think it was episode two or three. And I'm like watching, and I was like, oh my gosh, why did I not know about this? This is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so having having a lot of fun with that. Um, also went and saw Finding Dory, and oh, yeah? uh, nice. you know, big Pixar fan. Uh, Finding Dory was fantastic. I went with my wife, and she, this is what she wanted to see, and I kind of was like, oh, I want to go see Independence Day, but I was like, but I love you, so I'll go see it. <laughs> and <laughs> that sounds real, yeah, real. And, so, but then, by, by oh. after the movie, I was like, "Man, I'm glad I saw this. This was awesome, you know." So it was really good. Um, I'm one of those people that nobody's going to agree with, but I liked it better than Finding Nemo. Oh, okay. Wow. So yeah, like shots fired. You can you can attack me on the forum all you want, but uh, but I did. I enjoyed it more than Finding Nemo. And uh, it was normally, re- I would disagree with you because you know that everything that I think is way better than what you think and what right. you're is wrong. Yeah, sure. However, it is Disney Pixar, so I'll give you this one. <laughs> I haven't so. seen the movie yet, but I can I can yeah. imagine that if a movie that is going to be a sequel to a movie is going to be better, Disney Pixar can do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, if you look at the history, though, like, you know, Cars didn't do it. Right. You know, uh, Toy Story. Toy, 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 was, yeah. Toy Story. Was, I don't know if they was, were better than the first, but yeah. they were close. They yeah, were they were you know. close. But uh, but this one really did. I really I just I don't know. It just I connected to it better for some reason. So but nice. uh, I don't know. Let, let us know what you think in the forum. But then we we all went uh, and we saw something together, which yes. would be Ape and AJ, Jazzy, and myself, and that yep. was. Warcraft. Mm, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, I dragged yeah. you guys out because I was a huge World of Warcraft. And fan. by drag me out, let me let me actually let me just cover this part <laughs> of it first, okay? This they, is a good story. These the both of them. So, uh, Apid AJ and Jazzy were they were going to go see this movie from like I don't know a year ago. Okay, they they planned this date that they went. So, so actually, the date was like two weeks ago, and then we realized <laughs> it was know. Father's Day. I know, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Anyways, they want they were planning on seeing it, planning on seeing it. The, the beginning of the day, they're like, "All right, we're gonna go at four o'clock." But they like locked all this down, right? And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be there. I'll be there." <laughs> so, I uh, I get new Star Wars bed sheets, okay, <laughs> and I wanted to try them out, so I put them on my bed and fell asleep. So I'm sleeping. My alarm goes off. I'm like, "All right, I gotta get up for the movie." Well, I fall back asleep. So I I get up again. I'm like, all right, yeah, I got plenty of time. I start walking out. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm just going to hit the bathroom real quick. And you know what happens in the bathroom sometimes? You start playing on your phone and you're like, oh, you oh, a Facebook video. Oh, another Facebook video. Right. And then before I know it, my phone blows up. It's jazzy. And I'm like, um, hello? And he's like, hey, man, uh, we're at the theater. Am I buying you a ticket? And I look at my look at my fucking phone. I'm like, holy shit. I got 10 <laughs> minutes to get to the movie theater. 
Of course, I tell Jazzy, I'm like, no, man, you don't have to buy me a ticket because I'm running a few minutes late, but I'm on my way. Like, I'm in the car, I'm in the car driving right now as I'm sitting on the toilet. But um, a toilet in your car? Yeah, I need one of it's these. A fancy, it's no a fancy wipe? car. No wipe toilet in yeah. the car. Um, but so I get in the car and I haul ass to the theater <laughs> and somehow again the movie started at four oh five. I got there at four oh six. When I left the house I had eleven minutes. <laughs> I made it in twelve. It doesn't happen. Thank God there were no police officers. <laughs> Anyways, then we get to the movie. Yeah, so we go into the movie and obviously with my background playing League of uh, League of Legends. Wow, see where my mindset is. <laughs> Playing World of Warcraft for um a much way longer, too many years, yeah, a much longer time period in years than um forty two than, than Jay has played, and I don't believe Amber has ever played a Warcraft game. I played for fourteen days. It was my free trial. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew a little bit more going to it. None of us really went into this movie having high expectations. We were like, uh, it could be okay. It'll probably look a little pretty. That might be it. And we were surprised. We definitely had our problems with the film. Sure. But after, like, I went into it thinking, like, if we're going to go 8-bit scale like we normally do, I went into this movie thinking 4 out of 8-bits. Like, I'll give it the 50-50 shot. And then when I left, I'm going to give it a 6-bit. Yeah, so I went into this movie, and and as Jazzy's already like said, I I don't have a ton of Warcraft like background, so I went in thinking the movie looked pretty, and it sure was. The movie was gorgeous, um, but I never thought the movie would actually like. It, I don't want to say entertain. I want to say, uh, like, make me care. Yeah, there we go. It captured like, you, like, like sure. captured you. You know, make, like make me care about these these characters that I know nothing about and the the movie did an okay job kind of explaining some of these characters but the world is so big that to sit there and try to build these characters to make you to make you like fall in love with them or, or care about them uh was difficult but they did it to enough where i was like you know excited 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 and then kind of like are you fucking kidding me at the end you know, and so like I was going into this movie, let's say let's say sixty let's say seventy five percent into the movie, I was eating my words. I was about to go over to Jazzy and be like, All right, man. You were right, I was wrong. Let's let's go ahead, kick me in the dick, whatever 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 <laughs> right. the bet was, just get it over with. This movie's fucking sweet. And then the end happened and I about just fucking barfed all over the fucking screen. <laughs> and I was like, Are you kidding me? You guys were doing a good yeah. job. What the fuck? Yep. And to explain to everybody out there listening, it wasn't that the ending was bad. It's just it was abrupt. It like, was, they did yeah. this great buildup, and then it was like, bleh, ending. Yeah, <laughs> they, they ran out of time. Like, I would actually, right. I would really be interested to see if there's a director's cut, and if it's like 40 minutes or longer. I guarantee you they, they cut a shit ton out of this movie. Mm-hmm. And and because you, you could feel it. You know, the pace felt good, the pace felt good, and then it was just like, fuck, fast forward. Fuck it, we gotta get this shit done. Right, and uh, so again, like here I am, you know, I'm, I'm making fun of it, but it was it was better than I expected. And I, on the you know the eight bit scale, I would give it a, a solid six, and I would say I liked the movie, and I would say that if Warcraft two comes out, I will go see it. Yeah, definitely worth going to see for sure. Yeah, if and- not in theaters, definitely pick it up. Rent it on somewhere. It's a Blu-ray that I want to own. It's a video game movie that I want to own. Yep. 
you can't say that about a lot of video game movies, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised, and, and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And if you guys are on that, you know, teeter-totter fence line right now, if you're going to go, obviously you don't have a ton more time before it probably comes out of the theater, but if you're going to go, I'd say it's worth it if you catch it you know, on a weekday for 5 bucks. Totally worth it. It's, it's a fun movie to watch. Yep. And, again, very pretty, some really cool battles. So Yes. All right. But that's what we've been watching. What have you? No. <laughs> yeah. But, let, you know, uh, on the forum, guys, on BXAB.com, head on over there. Let's talk about Warcraft. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the fact that I think Finding Dory is better than, than Finding Nemo. <laughs> right. uh, I'm sure I'm not on the winning side of that argument. And, uh, and, and then what about Voltron? Have you guys checked out Voltron yet? So we can talk about that over on the forum. All right. Sounds good. Now we're going to move into some video game news. So here we go. It's time to take a look at those gaming headlines here on Bit by 8-Bit. That's right. It's that time where we talk about some gaming news. And, boy, do we have some interesting facts today. So, Jazzy, take it away. Let's start by how Bungie pissed me off. Let's start it. Bungie pissed you off? Yeah. Okay. Let me hear it. Bungie details legacy console support for Destiny. So, basically... Come August, when the Rise of Iron comes out, if you own a PS3 or an Xbox 360, Xbox 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, 360, we just got a no a new line. We got a new Jazzy line that is never gonna die. Three Swifty, Jazzy, Jazzy, you want to play some Halo on the Three Swifty? <laughs> Sounds like a little kid that can't say the real game, but I'm like 32 years old. Oh man, oh. I love it. Go ahead, sorry. So, anyways, if you own an Xbox Three. Or the Xbox Full Circle System. <laughs> you said Xbox Three, by the way. Did I? <laughs> Anyways, when the Pull rise it together, of Iron Man, <laughs> Pull it together. When when the Rise of Iron comes out, if you don't have a PS4 or an Xbox One, you don't get to play the Rise of Iron and Destiny. That's right. Uh, it's worse than that though. Trials of Osiris. Trials of Osiris. Iron, Iron Banner. Banner. Yep. Oh man. All those things are done for, all new, for the legacy. All the new exotic gears and engrams and all that stuff can't get it. You can still play everything up to Taken, the, the Taken, Taken King. King. Yep. Lynch King. Yeah. Lynch King. Where the fuck are you at, man? Oh, my fucking... Reel it in. Hold on. <clears throat> um, Take over for a second. I think it's actually... So So where this is... Where you're upset about this, I love it. Because here's the thing. I want Bungie to focus on the current consoles and make their game as good as they can for the current consoles. And I think if you keep trying to also include the legacy where it's like, all right, we got to make this where it's... Where it's Playable on the old systems, you know, it's holding your it's holding your current gen back some. Right. Now, I'm not saying you're saying like it's you know going to be day and night, but at the same time, you supported it long enough. I don't think it needs to be supported any longer, and I think that it, that they're making the right decision. Yeah, I guess my whole th- my whole theory about it is is I kind of see both ways. Like it sucks that it's going to be off of a system that people might have been playing it on from day one. But at the same time, newsflash, for at least the PlayStation owners, it's 2016. 
the PlayStation 4 released in 2013. So you've had almost, like, I can understand. Okay, you don't have the funds. You don't have the, you know, the ability to buy a brand new console when it first comes out because either you can't find one, you don't have the money, you don't have the time, whatever you have going on in your life. It's been almost three years. Get a new system. <laughs> like, you're going to be left behind. Like, I I completely get that people are playing games still on their old systems. But, you, you know, old systems are going to end up dying and they're not going to support all of the current content. So if you want to be a current content player, play on the new system. Yeah. And as far as like the uh, you know Iron Banner trials going down things like that, because of how it's going to change, it's not you're not going to be able to get the updates in the legacy, and that's why those are going to be going away. So, you know, it's unfortunate. But again, I don't. I, I'm curious to see how many people that actually affects. Uh, I mean, I know some. They, they obviously have some amount of pe- people playing on the uh, legacy editions, but it can't be. I, can it really I be that high? Feel it's tons. Yeah. They're so, just... but again, I think it's just the right move for them, and uh, and I'm I'm a hundred percent supportive of it. Next set of news: Resident Evil Seven won't be the ghost story the demo suggests. No shit. So everybody that's blogging and putting their shit on the forums about how they're so upset that they're turning this what was a zombie game into a ghost game. Capcom came out and said this at E3 that it was a playable demo that gives you the idea of their first person aspect not story content. All it is is to show off their pretty new engine and I'm super glad they did because I'm impressed. So like people need to calm their shit because like you just said people they have come out they have confirmed that this is not the game that this there's no spoilers in this demo it is legitimately just like Silent Hill where they wanted to show off the engine and wanted to show you what you can expect from a first person Resident Evil uh you know the new RE engine and I'm super I, I, first of all I had a blast with the demo and I'm super excited for this game now yeah so and good, I'm going to so, go ahead and read so this. For once, I'm going to say this. For once, I'm going to say this. Good job, Capcom. And then I'm going to go ahead and read this. For anybody that might not have had their ears open when this actually dropped or read it during the reviews afterwards, this is the actual verbiage from Capcom. Capcom clarified that the playable teaser is meant to show the direction of the development team has taken and will not be part of the final game. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. I got another quote from Capcom. It's confirmed uh, that it's from Capcom. Fuck you asshats that are on the goddamn internet. This is not part of the game. Go blow yourselves. That was from Capcom. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. That's not from Capcom. <laughs> I don't want them to get us in trouble. <clears throat> End quote. So I, I, I know you're going to love this next piece of news. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm thrilled. Yep. So Balrog. Woo! <laughs> 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 Balrog is getting a surprise release for Street Fighter Five this week. Yeah, so let me read. Can I read part of this for us? Yes, read part is. of this. He'll show up alongside uh, Abaki or Abuki or whatever the hell and story mode in the Street Fighter Five's June update, which comes out July 1st. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I think they've mixed a few of their... Letters up in their release dates. (laughs) 
So, um, anyways, at least we're getting it, whatever, right? So Balrog's reveal trailer popped up. It also gives us a glimpse of his uh, accompanying Las Vegas stage and briefly shows off upcoming DLC fighters Yuri and Yurin, um, like piss. Yeah, Yuri and Yurin. <laughs> it's probably uh, like Urin, Urn. I'm know. I'm sure Xander Ren? will like it might be Ren. give Maybe us a use... furious call yeah. after he hears. Maybe this. it's Ren and the U silent. I don't know, or it's like, or it's urine, like you know, like drinking your own piss, urine type. I thing. Street Fighter Five, so probably urine. <laughs> Anyways, it, it is. Uh, it does show off a lot of cool stuff. We, we are getting story mode, which is supposed to be adding a ton of background uh, for the game and backstory. And then story mode will let uh, let you play as every. Uh, of the wait, wait, story mode will let you play as every one of the first six DLC characters, whether they've been fully released or not yet. So, um, yeah, so that uh, is pretty cool. If you're still if you're still playing this game, or if maybe you're waiting to go back to this game until the content was there, it looks like it's right around the corner yeah. for you. And I like still how if like you read further into these articles, how they're like you will be able to obtain these new characters through playing the game, or if you wait later in the year, then you could purchase them with money. So they're, like, emphasizing once again that they're, like, doing us this huge favor by allowing you to get the characters without having to pay money. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're playing they're playing the League of Legends uh, angle here. That, you know, a lot of these uh, companies are doing now. So, yeah, you can earn them by playing a lot of matches and earning currency and being able to buy the character. But if you're also that, you know, person that doesn't, have the time to play the game that much or if you're that person that just likes to spend money and doesn't want to actually earn anything you can buy it with real cash in my opinion i would love to see a company like capcom take take the stance of the only way you can get these characters is by earning them right i would like that yeah that would make me that would that would impress me more than than this but again you know i'm it's fine a quick with buck you. it's a quick yeah. buck they're gonna make money because people are going to buy because they won't want to wait yeah I'm fine with them saying, hey, you have to earn the characters. And I'm fine with them saying, hey, this is a, a character or a skin that you have to purchase. What I'm not okay with is them saying, oh, well, you you can purchase these characters, but we're going to let you um, earn them too because we're doing you a favor. Yeah. By, right, not, yeah. By, by not making you spend your hard-earned money to play our game. Like, you've already... Yeah. Fuck yeah. this game so hard. You took my $100, like, what? How many months ago? We're in G- four months ago? I played that game for a week. So you took my $100 for a week worth of play because I just there wasn't enough there to keep me interested. And I just... Uh, I don't know. I... The game is it's a it's a pretty game. It's a polished game. So I guess my whole thing is that okay, you're gonna release these characters, we're gonna get story mode and stuff like that. What I wanna see is you took your time for this. You took your time to have this ready for your for your fans. Hopefully it's not a mess. Yeah. I just gave you a congratulations on doing a good job with Resident Evil. So hopefully you're you're actually taking a step in the right direction. With another big franchise of yours being Street Fighter. Side note, I purchased your game as well, only for the sixty dollars because I didn't buy the cool Ryu statue edition. And um, now that you've released Story Mode, I will not go back to it. I, I we have Xander, who's a big Street Fighter fan. He's gonna definitely play through the Story Mode. Ape and AJ like Street Fighter. I'm sure she'll be playing through Story Mode, and I'm just gonna take their word for it. I don't want to pick this game back up to play Story Mode. I just, I just don't. I just they're. It doesn't interest me at all. Yeah, well, 
I don't know. Again, I, with so many so many games and so many things to do right now, I don't know. It doesn't interest me to go back right now, but maybe I'll revisit it eventually. In other big news, let's talk about our last big news topic. And there's a couple stories that involve this last game that we're going to talk about, and that would be the game of Overwatch. Yes, a great game. A lot of good stuff. A game we're enjoying a ton of. Yep. And so, first Overwatch. up, Overwatch Hero Torbjorn, or however you say that. I know Xander's going to correct me at some point. I think it's Torbjorn? 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 Torbjorn. Torbjorn. It's like Trogdor. Trogdor! <laughs> there we go. Burn and Let, all the people. <laughs> let's just call him Trogdor. Let's just call him Trogdor. Trogdor. Yep, I think it's from Torborn, now on is though. Torborn. Yeah. Anyways. Torborn. That's what it is. Torborn. Torborn. How about... That sounds like what Xander would say. That's why about, I'm thinking that's what it is. Uh, how about uh, Trogdor? <laughs> Anyways, he is getting sad. nerfed on the councils. Why? Because his turrets... Kill everybody before they can even see them. <laughs> He's getting nerfed, but but by thirty percent. Thirty, yeah, that's, on the that's, Xbox One and PS4. That's ridiculous. But is being left unchanged on the PC. Right. That's weird. Because well, and here's here's in reading into it. Here's why: the ability for you to actually move the cursor on the screen, and the, you know, the latency of how fast your cursor can move across, is delayed enough. To where by the time you aim and actually put enough shots into killing the turret, it has already auto-sighted you and more than likely taken you out. Yeah, and that's what Whereas, they're saying. Aided, aided by the mouse and keyboard, PC yes. players have a better chance of surviving uh, Trogdor's aiming, auto-aiming turret. And uh, some players are suggesting this is why he'll be left alone on the PC. Yeah, because it's, it's, a, it's a, as fast as you can move the mouse and click versus right. a you only have a certain speed that you can actually move the console cursor. Yeah, so that's uh, it's interesting, but, <sighs> but I really like. Still, he's not like. Don't get me wrong, I hate him. He's one of those guys that I'm like, oh god, they he's got not two... junk rat. Yeah, he's not junk rat though. He's not. He's not annoying. He's just. I'm okay with the nerf. I've I've played as him before and 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 had really good rounds and been like, man, that was that wasn't fair. <laughs> you know, like that's right. how I felt. I was like, I'm glad I had a good round, but there that didn't take much effort or skill on my part. Um, I'll say this though, like at the end when they give all the stats and the medals out, he's always like forty three percent of tur- of the damage on your team and turret damage. I'm like, well, no shit, he just puts it down and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, yep. it's it's easy mode. I'm not giving you a, a, a vote. Like, sorry, right? Exactly. Play some character with skill. <laughs> all right, so then that that's your nerf. But then we have on the uh, on the more positive side, we got some news about competitive mode. Yes. So, first up on the competitive mode is Golden Guns. Yes. So, we can now, uh, we, well, not now, but once competitive mode officially launches, and it's already launched in the test realm, so they've already been testing it. On PC. Get, on PC, getting some feedback from, yep. the, from the players. And uh, basically, if you, what they're calling like mastering a particular uh, hero. Yep you can get to this point where you get a skin for your guns that turns them gold. Not just any gun. Like, let's say your gun or your whatever your weapon is. So yeah, it turns sorry, your weapon, weapon gold. Weapon, yeah. And the cool part about it is, is if you have different skins... It goes with it. It goes with it. Yep. So, like, if you have a different look to, like, Reaper's gun, yep. then it'll turn that gun gold as well. So yep. that's super cool that it's not just, like, the base model. 
Yeah, exactly. So they were showing that off, and that's pretty cool. They were showing, like, your uh, ranking up in the competitive mode, uh, how you have, like, uh, 10 matches, and, and if you win enough of your matches and you rank up, like, if you become different levels, you also unlock special uh, emblems and graffiti pieces. So, like, yes. and the emblems were pretty cool. They looked partially animated. Yeah. They showed one, and it, it was the uh, the Grease location. I forgot the, the actual name of the Grease location. Yeah, like Ilios or something? Ilios, yeah, there you go. And there's a lighthouse, and the, the light in the lighthouse actually moves. You can see Spins it like, going, spinning oh, around. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, so, again, cool little just, like, fun things that you get for being the best, right. you know, being, you know, being better. And, and this is what, this goes back to what we were just talking about in the previous story, like getting something because you earned it, not, you can't buy it. You know, you can't go spend a hundred dollars on yep. loot chests and get this. You have to earn it by being better, by being good at the game and by having success in the game. Yeah. Now, the one thing they did say is that if you want the gold skin and you play enough, even if you're not the best, uh, Reinhardt or something like that, you can still earn it. Yeah. It's just going to take you longer than, let's say, someone that's, yeah. you know, has Because I believe it's, th- it's 300 ranked wins. For one. For us, yeah. 300 ranked wins on a hero to, ga- to gain the gold skin for your weapon. Now, that either means that you're very good with that hero, or you've played that hero a ton. <laughs> so you have the ability to either way pick up you know, the gold skin on that, be it that you, you know, either are really good and hit that 300 quicker or you just play that character a shit ton and eventually get to 300. Yeah, so... So, well, give those players, like, you'll know who is good at the players that they've actually got the skins on It's a status symbol, right? Is yeah, what it like, is. like, you know, somebody that's running... First person I see running around with one of those, I'm gonna be like, oh, that... It's a good player. Yeah, but oh, I'm going to stay away from that guy. Right. <laughs> but um, so that's cool. Uh, they also continued on to talk about uh, that the all these changes and a lot of the big things that are coming up to the competitive mode that they you know that they've been working on won't take effect uh, when competitive mode launches. Right. Which will take effect after. Which is supposed to be this month. Yep. Which means they have a couple more days to do it. And a lot of people on forums are saying they're going to release it before July 1st. But at the same time, we haven't heard an official release date, so don't get too excited if it doesn't drop. Right. But um, some of the changes they were talking about, though, is that they're reducing the time in a lot of these zones. So, like, if in some of these zones, they're going from a a five-minute, you know, uh, a five-minute attack to a four-minute attack. And they're, and they're reducing... The big one that really that really hit me is that they're reducing the sudden death zone, and yeah. they're reducing it down to like a minute forty five. But their plan is to completely eliminate sudden death. Sudden death will not be a part yeah. of competitive of the competitive mode, and so that excited me because there's just sometimes where it's like, you know, they keep they keep the. Uh, my God, what is it called again? I just forgot. Overtime. Yeah, overtime or whatever. They keep it up by having like one guy run in, and, and, and like they're real, and then it just just causes enough where they can get their group back in. But it's like realistically, if there's four people on the other team standing in that zone and there's only one, that overtime should still like where it stops now. Like they yeah. get the one guy gets the advantage. It should still go down. Just it should. Slower. It should go down. A little slower. Right. Just just like how when you move the escort. 
the more people on the on the escort, it moves it faster. Right. So if I if it's four v one and yeah you're Reinhardt and you're just holding your shield up there so that hopefully your team can get there, you the over the the overtime should still be the sudden death, the overtime, whatever you want to call it, should still be going down, not locked out unless you kill the guy. Because it's just, right. it just too much of an advantage. I don't know. I just, I, I just, I've seen too many games like shift, uh, even even where I've been on the winning side, where we actually came back and we won it because of that rule, and it just kind of felt like unfair. Like here's a team that like put a put a hell of a you know defense up or a hell of an offense, and then they lost it at the end because of some weird you know because of that, and that's just that's just not the way. Now if you have a a, a healer coming in and you knock that whole team out, and she uses her alt, and brings up four of them, and you lose the match. Like that is that's the way that I'd like to see a match turn, right? How a match flips, and you're just like, oh my god, that was crazy. Yep. Not because of some weird bullshit sudden death thing. Yeah. And keep in mind, they are taking into consideration all of the results that they're getting from feedback from the beta. Basically, the testers over on PC that got this early access and released to beta, it. and they did say that the they don't want to push back ranked play to make any adjustments, so they're still going to drop it. And then over the next three or four months in waves, you're going to see these changes take effect. Yeah, so some of the smaller ones will come out. You know, They'll already be tweaked, but the big stuff isn't going to be till the fall is what they're saying. Right. So, All right, cool. And that's the news, right? I just got one more. Oh, just you got one more. I figured it would touch your heartstrings. Ooh, my heartstrings. Yep, your boy. Sonic the Hedgehog oh, celebrates boy. his birthday with a new game in 2017. <sighs> For more information, check out their stream that they're going to do at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, uh, man, I hope I hope they, they had a bunch of Twitter posts where he was there. Sonic was like the Sonic was tweeting. And shitting all over Mighty Number no. Nine for I did see that. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. So here's my thing. Like I, I like that Sega's coming out with some attitude right now, but like I just have I have no hope. I, I have I have such little hope that this is not going to uh, to be anything special. To be like, congratulations, here's Sonic Colors two. You know, like something bullshit. Sonic and Mario Olympics or some shit. Like I just I I don't know. If it comes out and it looks really cool, it looks old school. You know, like you're making fun of Mighty Number no. Nine. If you bring out a Sonic that like stands its time, like you know, like a Mega Man game would. Okay. Like I'll 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 be down to play it, but yeah, you talk your sh- you talk your trash and I'll back it up. Yeah, just back <laughs> just back it up and I, and I'll be very happy because we all know I like Sega. We all you know I'm a huge Sega fan. Dreamcast is my favorite system, and uh, I would love to see them actually do something with one of the you know most important IPs of my childhood. Please, you know bring bring it back to glory. Right. All right. That's been the news, guys. You can check out a lot of these articles right on our Facebook page, BXAB Gaming. Um, you can check out, and, and then, of course, you can debate or talk about any of these right on the forum at BXAB.com. All right. And uh, with that, we're going to move into some emails. Maybe not. You there it them. is. We read them. It's time for emails on Bit by 8-Bit. God damn it. Producer Ethan, you were late on that one, you <laughs> son of a bitch. 
Producer Ethan's not here, so we gotta record his goddamn voice and hit a button to play it because it's not even real right now. But here we are. Like get a fucking honeymoon or something that he went to. Shit. Excuses. I'm getting married. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Get your shit together. (laughs) All right. So, anyways, guys. Um, first up, we have the. uh, Well, actually, sorry. Let me let me back up here. This is the segment where you can send in questions and we will answer them. If you ever want to send a question, you can send them to info at bxab.com or you can hit us up on any of the social media, BXAB Gaming. And, of course, you can leave it right in the forum at bxab.com. Yep. Or right. you could personally text me my number. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not do that. Yeah. All right, so first up, we have the lovely uh, Brick Bitch, and she wants to say, if the world ended tomorrow, which game would you be the most upset about never having gotten to play? Games that have been released or will soon be released count. (laughs) Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, is that a question? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> if you would have le- if you would have left that in part out, right. like like okay, let's answer this in two ways. If we answer it the way she wrote it, it's Horizon, Horizon Zero yep. Dawn, one hundred fucking fifty percent. Yep. If uh, you answer it where it was uh, games that have been released that I haven't played, I would probably say, hmm, I I regret in its heyday not playing World of Warcraft. Because it was so big, and 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 a lot of my friends were playing it, so I had a I had plenty of people that I could have played with, but I just I don't know I I had put a lot of time into Star Wars Galaxies, mm-hmm. and I wasn't wasn't like gung ho about doing that again, okay. and I think that's what kind of kept me out of it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think like I don't have an interest in playing it now, but back when it was like at the height of its of its just you know it was the biggest game in the world. Yeah, I definitely wish so I would right have been around a like more second, third expansion, like Burning Crusade, yeah. and Wrath of Lich King. Yep. So that that's probably be my my pick. What about you? Um, I unfortunately was in that dark time, and I did play World of Warcraft then, and it drew me away from the consoles, and I played primarily PC for like seven, eight years, and I kind of wish that I would have not like abandoned my friends like Jay <laughs> and all my consoles, and actually been able to play games that that they got really into that in looking back on, I would have got really into as well, especially playing with them. And the most notable probably would have been fantasy star. Yeah. I would have loved to play fantasy star. Yeah. We were all into that. That would have been, that would been cool to have you on board for that one. But, uh, all right. Well, thank you for the question, uh, brick bitch. And next up we got phantom Joe and phantom Joe wants to say, Hey, thank you for the uh, the advice uh, on my gaming laptop. I will be picking it up tonight. Uh, thanks again for the help. So, uh, so yeah, he he had reached out and asked some questions about uh, gaming laptops, and uh, we we found him a good one on sale, and looks like he's going to pick it up. So good for him. Republic uh, of Gamers? Uh, no, no, no. We Ooh. found yeah, we 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 found him a, a pretty a really nice uh, Lenovo. Oh. All right, uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, it, it looked really not, like nice enough for I was like, man, I kind of want one of those. Yeah. I don't need it, but I want one. So um, I, it's there. It's all up there now. Like I remember bit, back in the day was Alienware. Like you couldn't get a better gaming laptop than Alienware. And you still can't. Right? No, I'm kidding. Right. You totally can't. <laughs> right. And then Republic Gamers came along, and they kind of took headline. And now it's. I mean, it, every company kind of has yeah, their gaming type of laptop. Everybody has them, but uh, you know, like so. I I love my Alienware. I don't sit there to think it's superior to anything, and I know that I overpaid for it, but I like it, so I don't care, you know. Yeah. But uh, but to see what some like you said, what some of these companies are coming out and doing, 
Um, it's impressive. Yeah. I mean, so um, good for him. He also has a question. He says, who is the best character to play in Overwatch if you are a noob? Um, if you're, you're a playing, noob? If you're, playing on, if you're playing on the council, Trogdor right now, <laughs> before the nerf. Torborn? <laughs> no, no, no. His name is Trogdor, and we're sticking with it. Yeah. Um, the Burninator. <laughs> the Burninator. <laughs> His super, his alt even like technically works for it. You yep. think he kind of like catches on fire yeah. and like his turret catches on fire. So, yep. but um, I mean, he's one option. I would also say uh, Reaper. mowing down all the people <laughs> with the turrets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, strong bad, so good. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, I would say Reaper is another good option. Yeah, Reaper is a good one to start with. He's yep. fun. And uh, if I had to pick one more, I probably would pick Bastion. I don't yeah. know if Bastion is. I don't know if he's easy because he has he has a lot of mechanics to him to be successful. See, Reaper is kind of the same way to play him well. Yeah. If I were to say like to pick up and learn the game and be successful with right from the start, Soldier seventy six. Soldier seventy six, pretty straightforward because I mean all of his mechanics are like heal or sprint or uh, rocket, like a like a grenade launcher. Right. So there's not a whole lot where it's like you have to use his abilities to gain the advantage of him. Um, and then his his ultimate, where it's just kind of like it's auto locking, is what it is. You know, it's like just hopefully everyone's standing out in the open and you're gonna kill them all as long as you just hold the trigger down. Yep. You know, but you know some other characters are like that too, like McCree. So. But um, yeah, I don't know. I those are a couple I would definitely recommend. So, thanks for the question, Phantom Joe, and I hope you enjoy your laptop. Let us know how it works out for you. Next up, we got the man, Button Masher Caleb, chiming in. Oh. He says, <clears throat> "I just started playing The Witcher Three Blood and Wine DLC after not playing it since January." I see they have made a ton of improvements, and the game even looks better. I somehow forgot again how good this game and storytelling is. Is anyone else playing the DLC? Is there a game you keep going back to play because of DLC every six months or every six months or so, and pour in another fifteen plus hours like this one? Thanks and game on. P.S. Is Chops there, and where is LPJ? I miss them both and their brotherly love slash hate relationship. Hopefully Ethan is back so we don't have to hear that horrible audio quality of last week. Love you. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> that audio quality was subpar at best, but it wasn't horrible. Right. Witcher 3 is the worst game of the year ever. <laughs> well, we can't go that far. Yeah, but... no, that was a really good game. <laughs> um, I mean, obvious, the, the obvious answer here that uh, you know every six months we get an update and we go spend another 15 hours, more like, more like 100 hours, is Destiny. Yeah. Like, For us right now, Destiny. It's Destiny. Um, it's Overwatch. You know, like yep. over, Overwatch. We've already had a patch, and it, like not not like I had stopped playing Overwatch, but um, you know that brought me back. Battleborn, I'm back into because Alani, the the new character, Waterbender Mage, is super cool. So. Uh, yeah, you know, a lot of these games that you know kind of release new characters, or they, or for Destiny, they're they're releasing a whole like more storyline, new new modes, new equipment, new gear, mm-hmm. um, you know, all that type of stuff that keeps me coming back. So, yeah, definitely Destiny for me. Um, back in the day when World of Warcraft was going strong, I played through probably about four to six of those um, expansions. Yeah, they call them. Um, 
<laughs> and unfortunately me, it's not necessarily a DLC versus character releases and then patch modifications. League of Legends. Yeah, League they of do Le- like yeah. one a month. So yeah, and new characters drive me back in for yep. sure. But <sighs> all right, well, thanks for the question, Button Master Caleb. Uh, next up, we have. I have just to finish up his question. I have gone back to The Witcher and played. I have not yet tried the Blood and Wine DLC, so I'll probably be hitting you up to just see how much you're enjoying it, and then I would like to go back and play that. Yeah, I'm not playing it. I think Jade is getting ready to get started on it, but uh, right now I don't think anybody's technically visiting Witcher 3 right now besides Jazzy. All right. Next up, we got a question from Xander. He chimes in and says, I stand by my opinion of Mighty Number no. 9, but obviously it is, not the, it is an unpopular opinion to me. It seems like a lot of the Kickstarter backers are the ones most upset. And I totally get it. If you had paid more than $40 for the game, I'd be pretty upset too. My question is this. Do you think crowdsourced games by big names will be doomed to poor reviews based on expectation? Do crowdsourced games suffer from not having input from investors? And do you think we'll see a Mighty Number no. 9 sequel? And um, Ethan's not here, unfortunately, but he also said, please also let Ethan know that this is my question and he needs to answer it or I'm going to call Beyonce. (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah. um, I guess the basis of his is you're going to have haters no matter what. Even if a game's perfect, people are going to hate on it. So I don't really think, like, crowd-based versus not is... I mean, you're still going to have haters of the game I think yeah I, mm, I I mean I think here's the thing without a without the big like producer you know producing company or uh, publishing company um, the all the attentions on you all the intentions on Infune all the intention is you know all the disappointment is on you and and there's no there's no way to just to to dodge it you know like i think when you have a big publisher like ea and activision right and they put out a turd the developer kind of can hide behind that giant fucking wall that is activision that is, you know that is those companies and it helps them in, in the sense of the of the overall uh, industry where they don't it doesn't look as bad right now what mighty number no. 9 looks like to me is a crowdsourced Infune project that he that like they they just didn't care about. And again, I like the game, but but when you look at what kick what the backers did and what the and what what was delivered to them, mm-hmm. I'd be pissed too. Right. You know, and I don't know, like I like the, you know, I like the characters, I like the idea of the of the, you know, the mighty numbers. Like you know, it is very, it is very Mega Man style. But would I like to see a second game? Sure, I would, as long as like we see vast improvements upon the game, based off of user feedback. Don't crowd, don't crowdfund it either, because it's because like it's just I don't think it'll work. You know, you you've you've upset too many people. But could you come back, and release a second one that you know? wins people back wins wins people back to being yeah i think so you know i mean people are dying for mega man people are dying for that type of game and that is why they backed you in the first place mm-hmm. they're still dying for it because you didn't necessarily deliver what they wanted and do i think it's going to doom other people i don't think so like the uh the spiritual successor to castlevania that's coming out looks phenomenal and it looks like it's being handled a lot better 
but we'll have we have to see like what what game has come out you know money number nine is kind of like that i don't want to say first but it's kind of one of those games that's like by that big name crowdfunded so like now what is what is this castlevania one gonna look like what is the banjo uh, banjo kazooie spiritual gonna look like what is um shenmue 3 i mean right. i mean that's the, you know that's the epic one yeah. that, that's the one that's like is that, that's either going to be great or crash and burn like i don't even think you can have a middle ground for that game but uh i mean it i can't sit there and say this helped the crowdfunding uh, you know industry with with big names yeah. i think that's that's going to it's going to make it, it definitely makes makes the world harder for the next person that wants to do it it makes it extremely harder for Infune to come out and actually try to do it again right and at the same time like this may not be the best comparison but i believe that it's a pretty strong comparison and a pretty good judgment on it is so when you go into crowdfunding, you're giving your money into a game that you want to get created, you're believing that that game is going to do well. And then if the game doesn't meet your expectations, it doesn't meet your expectations. So you feel personally at a loss. We're here from the Metro Detroit area. I'm a huge hockey fan. I love the Detroit Red Wings, all right? I purchase playoff tickets. The Red Wings have made the playoffs the last, what, 24 years straight? I purchase playoff playoff tickets in belief that they're going to do well and win the playoffs. So when they lose out of the playoffs, am I pissed because I paid in to try to to watch them try to win the playoffs? I mean, I bought in to a you know playoff tickets in hopes that my team was going to do well. They didn't do well. I was upset. Next year, am I going to buy season tickets? That's up to me. Right. You and, know. Yeah. And then the the last part of the question being like, do, does um, the where was that? Do crowdfunded, uh, crowdsourced games suffer from not having input from investors? I mean, here's my thing about investors. I, I guess it depends on the group of investors because, in my opinion, as an artist myself, I don't. I want artistic control. I want to be able to make the decisions that I want to make because, in my mind, I believe they are the correct ones. They are the best ones, and that is, and that's what it is. But you know, I run. I run a gaming company. But I run it with with you know six six people, so you know their opinion means a lot to me, and and it it helps me you know craft better products for you guys. It helps make these podcasts better. It helps make everything that we deliver better if you have the right people around you to not only bounce ideas off of, but to also have them be creative on their standpoint. Now, if you want to talk about investors and people that just have money and they and they want to force you in a direction that you don't want to go, that could that can be you know, detrimental to your to your product and destroy you or have you make something that you don't believe in <laughs> Capcom and Fune, <laughs> Kojima and Konami. Like, okay, there, there's, there's groups that shouldn't have their hands in the cookie jar. And then there's groups that should. And I think if you're going to crowd, if you're going to crowdsource, then maybe, maybe you take it to that next level. Maybe you crowdsource in a way where people are buying in a, an interest into the, into the product, you know, Hey, mighty number, mighty number nine, second edition whatever the hell it's going to be called uh you know you could you can own stock in this you could be part of this project um you know and 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 have and have a an interest in it but you know things like that that already exist there are there's some crowdsourcing yeah. that's already happening like this but um i don't you know 
the investor thing is is a it's a slippery slope. I think yes, you can you can have the right people in place and they could be a, a complete benefit to you. But you can definitely have the wrong people and then yeah. you, you never make a game. Yeah, you just don't want to run into an investor whose overall goal is to take over the idea that you've created. So if you've come up with a great idea and you have this dream of what you want to make and then an investor comes in and says, I'm going to buy that from you and you're going to make it the way I want to make it or else I'm just going to get somebody else to make your idea. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what you don't want. So, yeah. but All right, thanks for the question, uh, Xander. Next up we have Sci-Fi AJ, and he wants to ask us, what is your guys' favorite patriotic movie to watch around the 4th of July? Or maybe it's just a film that takes place around the holiday. Shout out to e- to Ethan watching Jaws every July fourth, uh, and then he says, "Also, here's a pic of Guile, and it's a gif of Guile just kind of like bouncing." Here. So <laughs> Xander would really like this because he, he's looking badass. Um, you know, Independence Day yeah. is definitely a big one for me. I like that. Uh, I do love to. Enjoy, I I usually am. Uh, for the last few years, I've been out at the lake with Ethan uh, watching Jaws on the tube TV. You know, old school, just having yeah. just just like I like that tradition as well. Celebrating it with Ethan, but uh, but Independence Day is a big one for me. That definitely falls around that the you know the the holiday or whatever. He did say Fourth of July, or is it any holiday? He said Fourth of July. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because Fourth of July, I'm not really like a huge like. Oh, I have to watch this movie around the Fourth of July. I think there's other holidays that are big. Like I watch Elf every Christmas. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So there's there's bigger holidays where I think that are more detrimental to me yeah. watching uh, my favorite you know christmas or halloween move yeah. type movie but um fourth of july jaws and independence day are really probably the two big ones those are two that are really for whatever reason uh, like it doesn't necessarily have to be fourth of july but for whatever reason like midsummer just in the middle of summer i get this strong urge to watch um gladiator okay all right i don't know why yeah <laughs> just See, there's a movie that I like to watch during the holidays, um, and, and by that I mean every holiday, because I feel like it fits into all the holidays perfectly, and that's Tron Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Worst <laughs> movie ever created. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but I fucking <laughs> love that movie, and I love the soundtrack, and it has nothing to do with any of the holidays, but I watch that movie all the time. Um, I, I just I love Tron. So I'm not going to lie. like That's the movie that... like. After I watch it, I'm like, that's really not the best movie ever. But every time it like comes on TV you or something like that, it. you watch it. Yep. Yeah, I like absolutely. have to sit down and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Another one I really enjoy watching. I don't. We got way off topic of this question here, but yep. I love watching over and over and over again. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh man, I could best I just, Marvel yeah. movie in my opinion. Yep. So, all right. Thank you for the, thank you for the question there, uh, Sci-Fi AJ. Sorry we got a little off track there, but uh, next question is from. Loading, loading, loading. Tony. And Tony says, uh, do you guys do the retro relapse anymore? Question mark. Um, so I think we can officially, let's let's just go ahead and uh, and, yeah. and and throw it out there, shall throw we? Throw it out there. Let's, okay. let's, let's break the news. Here's Steal some the thunder. breaking news that well, we might get yelled at because I don't know if we're supposed to do this. But fuck it. It's already, it's happening. It's too yeah. late. It's, it's, our, it's, it's our already fucking there. show. It's, it's in the buffer. <laughs> I can see it in the buffer over here. I can't even stop it now. But um, the legend of retro is returning. Yes, it is returning this week. Oh shit! That early? That's right. So guys, oh, be ready. Uh, you're listening to this on Tuesday, and you're gonna have an all new legend of retro 
in a few days. So there you go. Breaking news right here, right now. The Legend of Retro is coming back. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it, but I could tell you that it was away for a reason, and it's coming back, and you guys are really going to like it. So just check it out. Thursdays, you're not going to be out. You're not going to be disappointed. So, yeah. so Retro Relapse is not yeah. gone. So uh, stay Tony. tuned for a little while longer. You're going to have a new Retro Relapse this Thursday. All right. Uh, next up, thanks for the question, Tony. Next up, we have holy shit. We have a question from Josh, and he says, "If you had to pick one video game uh, original soundtrack to be the soundtrack of your life, what would it be?" Who one video Man. game, huh? Can I pick Tron Legacy? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a. It's kind of a video game in a way. Um, had to be my life, huh? Mega Man Two. I could beat to that over and over and over again. Yeah. Mega Man 2, Super Metroid, Fantasy Star Online. I feel like I'd want my life to be real upbeat, so I'm going to go with Sonic 2. <laughs> good one. That's a good one. I go with the casino level of Sonic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reason why I picked that one. He also uh, followed up with... Uh, have you guys ever done a Pokemon, done a Pokemon in real life type question? So with Poke, we have at, at, from time to time. But yeah. he asks, with Pokemon Go on the horizon and Sun and Moon later this year, Pokemon fans have quite a bit to look forward to. With that, uh, with that said, I have a question. You've had plenty of conversations of favorite Pokemon or best Pokemon and etc. But what would be your choice? What would be your choices? Let's say three, of of the Pokemon if they were real. Uh, would you get a large flying type to tra- to travel on? Something telekinetic to be able to read minds and move stuff? A strong fighting type or manual for manual labor? Or take your favorite three and pretend that having real life unity isn't important. The choices are yours and yours alone. Game on, Josh. Dratini. Dratini and Dratini. <laughs> I would uh, I would take a Snorlax because I'd like to like sleep on him like a giant sleeping bag. I think he I think he would like that because he likes to sleep. Uh, I would definitely take a um, a Charizard so I could fly and also have a badass fire type. And then my third would have to be. Oh man, my third would have to be a. Blastoise. Ooh. Yeah, so two so two uh, uh originals and then and then uh what was my oh and then Snorlax for sleepiness. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a lazy I'm lazy and I like Snorlax. But, but I would go with Dratini because he's my favorite. And yeah. I would love to have a little like little dragon worm guy because yeah. he's just super cool. Um my next one would be Charizard because he's also a fire dragon and it's just super cool, plus yeah. he's like overpowered as shit, so he just destroy everything. And my third, and this is going to be really weird, but I would want Magikarp because I would be under the impression that one day he's going to evolve into a Gyarados. And then it probably never would, but I'd be, like, trying to raise that bitch as good as I can because one day he'll become fucking Gyarados. So I should just take a Gyarados then? <laughs> nope. Nope. I want that I want that thrill of possibly having him in the future. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you for the, thank you for the question there. Um... Oh my god, my mind just went blank. Who was that? Josh. From? Josh. Josh. Yes, that's yep. right. Thank you. All right, Josh. Let me know that uh, Funko is releasing League of Legends pops. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, 
good and bad. Uh, I feel good because they needed to do this a long time ago. Um, it depends on how well they look versus the Riot figurines because I love the Riot figurines. Um, and then if they do look good, I'm in trouble because I'm going to have to buy all the Funko Pops that are League of Legends. Yeah. And there's so. tons of characters, so if they come out with all of them, I'm in big trouble. Let's be honest. You're fucked. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have a question from Brayden. He says, For a little over 70 dog years, the PS3 has been my buddy. Through thick and thin, richer or poorer, sickness and health, my PS3 has been a loyal companion. It's never torn up my slippers, never shit on my floor, and I'm pretty sure the kids are mine, even though the one kid beeps real loud when he wakes up every morning. Don't expect to get that joke if you're not an Xbox fanboy. <laughs> All right. With the announcement of Bungie not including the PS3 in the Rise of Iron DLC, I have decided to end my PS3 suffering. I took it out back behind the shed and put a few bullets into the board. I'm not much into nostalgia unless it's some half-naked Betty Page, Betty Page pinups. So euthanizing the PS3 was the only sensible thing to do. What do you bearded asshats think of Bungie ending support for B- DLCs, ending support for DLCs to legacy systems? I, for one, think it's a decent idea because now my vault space isn't limited because some penniless hobo can't afford a PS4. Get a job and get and get good scrubs. Get a PS4. Fuck the fucking Xbox One in its fucking asshole, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, first of all, great closing statement. Yes. So I'm going to commend you on that, good sir. Second of all, we kind of went over that we feel like it's a good idea that they're going to the main council because we don't want them to be able to hold back for any of their current content. Third of all, putting a bullet in your motherboard of your PS3 scares me a little bit. It might have been a little bit overboard. <laughs> I'm wondering what your neighbors thought as you were crying and screaming behind your barn, right. like or garage shooting something. They're I like, just picture him like like putting the like a few bullets into the board and then like having like the pieces of the board like in his hand and him like in the fetal position of like his little barn in the back. Like, <laughs> it was a good system. Yeah, I loved it so much. I loved you. <laughs> right? I loved you. Why'd you make me do this to you? He like named it. Like mm-hmm. I loved you, Rhonda. Yeah. <laughs> People are calling the police. Like, yeah, I think the guy just killed his wife. <laughs> she keeps saying, "I loved you, Rhonda," but this had to be done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why'd you betray me, you evil bitch? <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's good. Why does he keep saying there's going to be a rise to iron? There's yeah. going to be a- <laughs> Braden, if uh, if you still have this PS3 and it's got bullet holes in it, I would like to put it in the studio. We would put yes. it. We would have it as a shrine with bullet holes yeah. in it. So feel we'll free. We'll glass case it. Yeah, feel free to donate that to uh, to BXAB here. We'll uh, we'll make sure we get uh, get it up there. So. I'll even put a little nameplate on it, Rhonda. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, guys, saving the best for last. We're moving into Dirty Dylan. Sup, fools? It's your boy, Dirty Dylan. I know Jay and Jazzy have wet dreams every night about Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, Correct. Damn straight. <laughs> Correct. I got wet dreams right now. Yeah, just saying the words. <laughs> but, anyways, but would you take a lo- a load in the mouth from long dick? 
God damn it. Oh, Alone no. in the mouth from Long Dick Lou to be able to play it for four hours today instead of waiting for next year. Load it up! My mouth's open! <laughs> Get it in there! Let's do this shit and give me the game. If you're giving me four solid hours, you're talking maybe, I don't know, maybe like... Let's. I don't want to like. I don't want to jinx myself. So let's just say twenty five percent of the game for me to to take a shot in the mouth from uh, from Long Dick Lou. Yeah, yeah, I would do it. I wow. would do it. I, I would, cannot believe you I said would that. Do it. I cannot believe you said that. I would do it. Let's rewind here because <laughs> what you said was completely off base. First of all, there's two things that need to be said. All right, and this is I can't even look at you right now. The first thing that needs to be said is. He's calling out Long Dick Lou, so this could be some trouble. So Long Dick Lou, if you're out there, you need to come back with a question next week that's better than this one, all right? Because I haven't heard from you in forever, and I miss your face. Two. Also your emails. We miss your emails. Two. Well, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Because we've never seen his face, so, I mean, I'm just, I'm just being his, practical. I'm, I just, I'm just being picture. practical here. Okay. Can I take this shot yet? I want to play this game. Two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, yes. yes. <sighs> I would first feed Long Dick Lou a bunch of pineapple. Yeah, absolutely. So that, you know, his jism tasted the good in my mouth. <laughs> and then I would Give me the game! <laughs> I would so swallow that. God. Lip. All right. Well, thank you for the question, <laughs> DD. As always, uh, you know, keeping our minds just fresh with great ideas and thoughts. But um, yeah, you sick fuck. But anyways, that's uh, that's been emails, guys. You can always chime in emails at info at bxap.com and uh, leave them leave your questions at the forum bxap.com. Uh, send in the emails at info at bxap.com or social media bxap gaming. So that's uh, that's gonna get. We're gonna be wrapping it up here, guys. So let's. Uh, Let's get some Zelda rolling yeah. in here. We, we just want to thank the Detroit Beard Collective. Absolutely, we do. We want to thank Cinch Gaming. Yes, we do. We want to say shout out to Gunner Optics. Um, uh, we, we love your products. I, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to some new designs coming up, guys. So stay tuned, and uh, hopefully we're uh, we're close to maybe getting uh, a couple pairs of Gunner Optics that we can. Uh, do some giveaways yeah. for nice so but um guys you can oh you know you can check us out on itunes stitcher TuneIn radio overcast and of course bxap.com but this leads me to my next statement is uh guys it's been fun yes it's been a blast it's been a good ride bxap and in two years two years of bxap it's been amazing um but you know i think i just it's Sometimes it just has to happen, you know. Yeah. So we just uh, we want to we want to sit there and say uh, say thank you once again, and uh, for the last time, game, game on. on. Is it really over, man? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Wait, wait. What? What, ha- what happened to the music? Oh shit. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do you hear... What was that? We understand there comes a time in every podcast life that they have to lay to rest. But the story and legend of such an epic podcast like BX8B can never die. It can only turn to ash to rise again 
be reborn to evolve. I want to talk to somebody in charge. You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster. You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. And it is going to send us back to the Stone Age.